Hi, my name is Stephanie, and I believe in life after love. My name is Cody, and Stephanie owes me $20. <laughs> there's, nothing, there's no getting around it. I lost a bet in this episode. <sighs> Spoiler alert, Stephanie loses, and we are more vulnerable than ever. We talk about Lake Casitas. We talk about what straight guys talk about. And I go over my backpacking experience. We don't really talk about anything, and at the same time... We just talk about everything. We kind of wrap up the nest drama... We talk about a wedding I went to. And most importantly, we reveal how to stop world hunger and the secrets of the universe. Can I say I hate this intro? Okay. See all obstacles in my way. We almost harmonized. Yeah, it's never gonna happen. Oh my goodness, me. Me, oh my own. Are we recording? Uh huh. Yes, that's happening. Well, we tried. We recorded for about five minutes and we had technical difficulties and we said, you know what? Let's just start from scratch. We always do. But something I'd like to just touch on as we begin the episode (laughs) that I don't want to forget about is. We were just giving a massive recognition to our friend Tony, Tone Bloke. Yes, DJ Tone Bloke. He's going to be playing, spinning some records over at Top Top Brinko in Ojai on October 2nd and October 15th. That's October 2nd, which is a Saturday. That's October 15th, which is a Saturday. I think maybe a Friday is the 15th, but oh, you know, it? whatever. Well, listen, what you guys I... have calendars. I don't have a calendar in front of me. Oh, we had <laughs> <laughs> this morning at Beacon, you told me to pull up my calendar and I just had a conniption fit. You kept saying no and I was... I I don't want to pull up my calendar because I have nothing on it. I don't really keep a calendar like that. I just wanted to look at days of the week. And I thought you wanted to look at my schedule. I'm like, I don't know my schedule. We also got nowhere. My schedule changes every single week. Um, Tony is also a huge listener. So hi, Tony. You're listening. And um, literally and figuratively. Hi, Tony, because he's also our recreate <laughs> homie. Yes. Hooks us up with. Lots of amazing goodies, goodies, goodies by Recreate, which you can find at Sespi in Hawaii, California. You know why I like (laughs) Sespi? Why? They're not a cash only bitch. They're not. Not to talk shit about other dispensaries, but if you want me to do cash only, Mm. that would have worked really well for me back in my like serving days when I was strictly a cash bitch. But now I'm like, I wish I had more cash, but I like going to Sespi. Well, I think Sespi does like a roundup situation, but that's for another time and another day. Another conversation. I just like to use my card. I like to flirt with Chase. I like to go get high. I like the atmosphere. It's just a whole experience that I really enjoy. Okay. Do you know what else is going on October 2nd that I need every person in Gubernation to want to participate in? What? A seance? Women's Day March. Oh. Yeah. So I'm going to be present at the Ventura one. You're going to What? be present like oh, oh, like there president. i was like no. stephanie i just got chills i thought you were like asked to like bleed it uh never would they ever um don't say that okay so anywho we're gonna be marching in ventura i'll post on instagram when i understand more details i just know it's gonna be in ventura can i come i'm off that day yeah of course i'm inviting everyone i know this okay, is what we'll this be there. is we'll be there and I'm i want to make big signs with sparkly glitteries and then after, you can go to Top Top Varenko in Ojai and have a beer and listen to t- DJ Tomblok. Stephanie, that sounds like a really fun day. I'm excited. Can, I'm fired up. Can we up. do all that? Yes. When is the Women's March? Do you know? Like around what time? Mm-mm. I'm trying to plan my day. In the I'm morning. Thinking, what if we booked after the Women's March? <laughs> Went boogie boarding. What a full day. A big Women's Day boogie board session. Oh, yeah. To celebrate our uterus. Our oh, uteri. Oh, my God. And you know why we're marching, guys? You guys know. 
uh, women's health rights are under attack and it's scary and we need to voice our opinion and make a scene. Absolutely. And we need support and we need everyone to be out there. <laughs> Let's get loud. Precisely. So October 2nd, where does it take off? Dude, I just told you I don't have details. I, I just wasn't listening. This is like a save the date. This is this is a save the date. Save the date. There's no details. I'm telling you to save the date. Hey, speaking of which, I just went to a wedding this past oh, weekend. Yes. Yes. It yes, was yes. my first wedding in um ever since there's been this like sickness going around called COVID-19. Weird. I know. It's been very it's very contagious, I guess, but it's going around and um, it was my first, which by the way, I don't have COVID. I'm having allergies. I sound a little sick today. And I'm just telling y'all I have no, allergies. No, I can't taste or smell anything, but like, I think I'm fine. It's just my allergies. It's like yeah, really so not I'm a big deal. I'm having a really difficult, difficult time breathing. Um, uh, anyways, how was the wedding? The wedding, wow, I didn't even put together that I'm having these allergies and I oh sound my sick God. and I just went to a wedding. Do you you went to COVID? a super spreader event. No, it was actually... I'm kidding. I was wearing a mask. I posted on our story of me wearing a mask holding a puppy. There were animals running around everywhere. Let's do some 805 and revolt content. I got a fucking citation. I got a citation, a $200 citation. We had to park at a certain location and then get shuttled to mm-hmm. the wedding. Mm-hmm. And where we parked, I got a $200 citation. So you're supporting the you're supporting the men in blue. Never remember. Will I ever? Remember. Yes, your theory about getting <laughs> tickets to support. Yeah, you're supporting small business. You're supporting small government. They probably saw the equality sticker on my car and went, "We can't have that. Let's write him a citation." He needs a citation. Yeah, they don't you know want... what that means. They're like an equal sign. An equal sign. He likes math. Yeah, <laughs> this smart motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh lord. It's harder to probably pass a ninth grade math class than it is to become a police officer. Cody. What? It's a very easy program. Okay, um, I, let's have some uh, like uh, like an ounce of respect, you know, for I people have who do trades. But respect. <laughs> I just winked. No, I do. I okay. respect. I respect people that do it correctly. Okay. That do it for the right reasons. Mm, all right. That speak up. That see something and say something. So see something, say something. That's our motto. Gubernation. Fuck around. Find out. It's not a fucking fraternity. Can if you, you see something it? bad happening, don't just roll with see it because the boys are doing it. You know what I'm saying? Say something. See something, say something. Protect the public. All of the public. Cody, Every... it's not that easy. Can we talk about that for a second? What's not that easy? Seeing something and saying something. Yeah, you're right. Because you can lose your job. You can be outcasted. You can lose income. You can lose pension. You can lose everything. You can become a black sheep. You could be desked. You can lose your career opportunity. This is what happens with sexual Stephanie, misconduct don't... as well. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm saying it's not that easy. So okay. it's fun to make cavalier jokes, but I think it's more important to you're take right. in the whole picture. You're right. Don't call police officers black sheep. That would offend them. Call them white sheep. That's what they want to <laughs> be. There you go. Yeah. All right. I'll let that joke. You'll let that slide? I'll let that one slide. I'll let that slide. <laughs> it wasn't my best work, but... I'll let you get a dig in. Hey, did you notice the fucking music festival flair is gone from the arcade? Finally. So, Cody really that. wants to keep that. talking about the Ohio arcade flair. I had flair. an idea. You know me. I hate the lime green in the arcade. I think that it's, it's so just too pitch? garish. What's it's your... just like lime green in the arcade. Are you kidding me? In Ojai's gorgeous Spanish style influenced arcade. Don't put don't put <laughs> Chinese green lime green lanterns in in the arcade. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't it does it does not make sense. It doesn't make sense. Okay. Yeah. 
You don't even see lime green lanterns in Chinatown, San Francisco. No, it's red, right? Yes, it doesn't make any. It doesn't make an ounce of sense. It's just like kitschy, cute, maybe. I don't know. Imagine like the flags, like the banners, because every other one is a banner that advertises a music festival. Then every other one was a lantern. Mm. Rather Cody, than we lanterns, gotta wrap this up. Rather than lanterns, <laughs> what if they did like some cool music notes hanging? So it looked like different music notes. Get me a saxophone. Get me a trombone. Get oh, me just a, instruments a cello. Just instruments. How about musicians? Just hanging, hung up musicians. Photos, like they did for the... No, I mean like them. Oh, okay. Like yeah, they're just harnesses, hanging out. And harnesses, just like waving Performative at people. Performative art, like they take yeah. their shifts. Playing music. Playing music, harnessed and hanging there. Put some fucking effort into it. Oh, come on. Give them a harmonica or something. I don't know. What kind of music do they play there? With the Classical? Boring. Cody. Boring. Boring. It is boring. I think it's pretty, but I wouldn't go. I want classical music played at my wedding. You're like not getting married, full, though, honey. Uh, full orchestra. And when I walk down the aisle, because I'll be walking down the aisle, because right. I'll be a blushing bride, mm-hmm. um, the song, rather than the wedding march, I want... We talked about that. That's funny. Cody, what are your movie tastes? Well, it's interesting, because every time... My friend Jennifer and I get coffee like once a week or we get a beer once a week. We hang out once a week and we have a running list of movies we want to watch together. And she's always floored that I haven't seen like some of the most important movies to see like Titanic. I've never seen it like just like movies that I think everybody should probably see. I just haven't seen them. Don't you feel like you don't even need to see Titanic though? No, I like get it sunk. No, I mean, like, it's so... Spoiler alert, the ship sinks. But you know all the jokes, probably. Paint me like one of your French yeah, girls. Yeah, but why like, am I watching the... it for jokes? No, it's I'm just, just saying, a good movie. I'm just saying, you know all the references. What's the point of watching it? It's like, you know the movie. Because sometimes I just want to watch a significant historical film. I think you could keep up, though. If someone mentioned Titanic, you could be like, oh, yeah. I can't keep up. I know that there's the unsinkable Molly Brown. I know that there's someone <laughs> named Rose and someone named Jack. Exactly. I know like, that you're they fine. fuck in a car. Yes. See, you have all the points. Like, you've watched the movie. Are they on a boat or in a car? What, what, how are they? Is They're it planes, in a car trains, on, on a boat? <laughs> Damn. They have to put cars on that boat? No they, wonder it sank. It's too much stuff. 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 And you know what? I was thinking about movie tastes and I was like, I've seen like Dude Where's My Car, White Chicks <laughs> Without a Paddle. Like yeah. so when you're like, have you seen Without a Paddle? I'm like, of course. Absolutely. When I, that's, what, that's what peaked this topic is on the last whatever episode I even know, you were like, Without a Paddle. I'm like, oh, of course I've Absolutely. seen Without a Paddle. Absolutely. Let me give you of 10 I've details. Without a Paddle. <laughs> I haven't seen Titanic, but I've seen Without a Paddle. Have I you love seen... stoner straight boy movies. Me too. Pineapple Express is high up there for never me. never seen it. Oh! See, I don't... What am I, a Chewbacca? Um, <laughs> you really should watch Panel Express, one of my favorite movies, embarrassingly. I also fuck heavily. Have you seen the movie Thank You for Smoking? No. Whew. What is it? It's so good. What is it, Guillermo? I'm going to give you the whole plot. Watch it. Well, I don't like James Franco, so I don't really he's want to. He's not in it. Okay. Well, he's in Pineapple Express. Yeah. James Franco's, I don't like him. I watched 127 Hours. Mm-mm. I didn't. Guys... And I didn't watch Disaster Artist. Did you watch... Uh, this... Have you seen The Room that the Disaster Artist is based after? No. Oh, get with it. You and I are getting high and watching that. Okay. Tommy Wiseau. He, no one knows how he had the money to make this movie. It was the worst movie ever. And it's iconic and incredible. And the Disaster Artist is about 
Him making that, right? Him making it. And actually, the apartments he lives in are called the Ojai Apartments, O-J-A-I, on the Disaster Artist, because that wasn't the apartments in real life. But in the in the room, the movie it's based on, there's like this famous scene where he's like, I didn't know he's talking to himself. And there's his friend Mark on the roof. And he comes out to walk in the roof. He's like, I didn't hit her. She's lying. I did not hit her. I did not. And then he sees his friend. He goes, oh, hi, Mark. And so everybody just says like, oh, hi, like that. Oh, hi. Oh, hi, Mark. This There's is some a great good, quotes. I feel like this is a really good opportunity to segue into Ted Lasso. Just, <laughs> just her. Emmy award winning Ted Lasso. Oh, is he a football coach? Is that what it is? I've, I see bits and pieces. I couldn't tell you what it's about. I'm just saying respect and love. And if you haven't watched Ted Lasso, get the fuck What's on it. What's it about? I've told you what it's about in the listeners. What is it about? Who is it listening? An American football coach gets hired to coach a premier league in England, which is like a huge deal. Soccer is like the number one sport in the whole entire world. Take the Super Bowl and times it by like five. That's how many people watch soccer like yearly yeah, all yeah, the time yeah. constantly. And so the town does not welcome him with warm hugs. They're like, why are you doing this? The premier they don't league- him in. They do not. They wow. do eventually. He wins everyone over. It's amazing. You know, of whatever. Of course he does. It's Jason Sudeikis. Who couldn't? And he has a fat mustache. Can I tell you something Literally. odd? Mm-hmm. You know how he's with Olivia Wilde? They're not anymore. She Good. was with like Harry Styles or something. Well, people are comparing him and Harry Styles. <laughs> like, what's there to compare? I what think, is there to compare? I think Olivia Styles is with Harry Styles. Olivia Newton-John? What's her name? Olivia, Olivia Wilde. Wilde is I with just, Harry Styles. You co- said Harry Styles. You said Olivia no, Styles. No, I didn't. Cody, said Olivia Styles. There's a record here that we can. Re- Let's bet twenty dollars. You want to bet twenty dollars? Let's bet twenty dollars okay, on hold it. Hold on a Pause. second. I think Olivia Styles is with Harry Styles. I think Olivia Styles is with Harry Styles. I think Olivia Styles is with Harry Styles. Twenty dollar holla. <laughs> you guys, I said Olivia Styles so. You sure did. It so confidently rebuked the fact that you did. My brain doesn't work the way it should. Do you know what I mean? You don't need to give me $20. I felt really confident. No, I I will be. Winning is is enough of a prize. I will be honoring the bet. And I can't. You know, I'm 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 a fucking goober. We don't do enough bets. I'm you a goober. And I. We don't do enough bets, you and I. I, I usually win. Anyways, do you want to bore people with more Ted Lasso talk or move on? <laughs> no. We can move anyways, on. Anyways, there's no competition between Jason Sudeikis and Harry Styles, the dreamboat bisexual king himself. No, thank you. Yeah, because Jason Sudeikis wins. <laughs> you know I'm what? I'm just kidding. That's fine. I'm just kidding. More more Harry Styles for me. No, I'm just kidding. But I don't really on, have an who's opinion. Who's on the team of Olivia Wilde? I think she's super hot. I'm into her. I like her work. Yeah, I think she's gorgeous. She directed a great movie called Booksmart. That's really funny. I heard that that's great. And it's Billy really, Lord is in it. I love Billy Lord. Very good. I should watch it. Very good coming of age through the lens of a young woman who's kind of like neurotic and A-ty- like A-type personality. It's great. Very great. I was told. I was told to watch that. I was told to watch that. What good feedback we got on our last episode about the nest. My yes. anxiety is gone. Yeah. So we had we did that episode on the nest. And can I tell you how I felt? I came off. Yeah. I came off as like a sympathizer. It felt like I really wanted to mediate a conversation and have like no bias almost, and just ask questions and poke the bear a little bit. And you were an amazing co-host to do that with, and I thank you for that. But. I mean, obviously, this isn't a biased. Po- this is a biased podcast. You know, we're not journalists. We don't come from it from all angles. But I try to look at things in all angles because I want to try to understand other people and stuff. But 
with that being said, someone suggested that we bring the nest on for a rebuttal. And it's just kind of like, that's not, I mean, they have a platform and they can use it, you know? And they sure have. And they they? have. Yeah. And it's not something that I'm not open to. I just think that we would need a mediator because I don't want to be the mediator again, only because I do have, I don't want to walk away feeling like I'm not representing my values and morals and that's almost how I felt well, last I episode. Just, I was just going to ask with you being almost impartial or almost plain devil's advocate, do you feel like that was reflective of your beliefs? Well, I think the people that really know me know that it is reflective of the fact that I want to have open dialogue and not be too judgmental and not close people out and shut people down. Yeah. But they also, the people closest to me also know exactly where I stand on all of this and I think the listeners know exactly where I stand so I hope that they respect the approach that I went for and it's not something I do every day. <clears throat> you know, a few people said use the term of calling you the mediator, you just called yourself the mediator. What are we mediating? Was it, it wasn't like Cody versus the nest, was it? No, but I think their point is that I I can mediate a conversation and I was doing working really hard to be like impartial and show both sides. Yeah. Which is important. The nest DM us. The Nest listened and they DM'd us and it was a constructive DM. And it was respectful. I think there's, it was just like, I think that there's good blood, good vibes. I think it was just like respect on all ends, which is important in these except conversations. Except for at the voting booth. Respect on all ends, except for at the <laughs> voting booth. Right. And except for women's uteruses. And yeah, so it's a little. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's disappointing to see something someone supporting a candidate who doesn't believe in the minimum wage when you work in the service industry that's a hard that's a hard that's a hard thing for me i also think it's i i don't know it's interesting so i'm glad we did it that's a good point that's a good fucking point that's a good fucking point that's tough Oof. Ooh, should we dive into the notes before we get into we've we've touched on some of ours but we have some good listener notes that people wrote in added to our shared notes i have your dog's hair all over my notebook which i absolutely <laughs> adore because he and i were having Otto. such a cuddle session <laughs> yes we were someone asked are pull away pants the hip fall trend in 2021 stephanie not to sound ignorant, but what the fuck are pull-away pants? So they have buttons all the way down. Well, this is what I think. This is what I'm imagining. They have buttons all the way down. Something I wore when I played basketball. You're warming up before the game, and then you pull your pants off. It's the most rewarding moment of How the day. How does that help you with your sport? Because you're warming up. You don't have to take them down. You just flip them off. It's just a fun flex in yeah. the gym, you know? Do you when get pantsed? Yes. Oh, my God. I have the best pantsing story. I want to hear it. My sister and I and a friend, I can't remember exactly who it was, so I don't want to say it's Kelsey, but I think it might have been. We went to Little Caesars Pizza in Antioch, California on West 18th Street, which is quite a place to be. And if you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Was it like similar to like Circle K and Miramani, that kind of atmosphere? Yeah. It's a busy street, but it's like it's a rough, it's a rougher neighborhood so probably not as like circle k i feel fine i don't know anywho yeah we're getting the pizza i have like three you weren't pushed into a trunk there no other people I, oh, were wow. so it's not the no, safest but this place. has probably happened on west 18th street a lot okay people are getting pushed <laughs> um i have like three boxes of pizza in my hand and we're walking back to the truck and my sister pantsed me while i had was carrying pizzas. no and, and what so, are you supposed to do what am i supposed to do it's a busy street people are driving down what are you supposed to do and i'm just standing there and Wait, do you, you know, have chonies on, I hope? Yeah. Thank goodness. I'm one of those gals. I wear underwear regularly. Um, some people don't. Mm. I know. Hey, don't yuck someone's yum. Isn't that I'm what you're not. saying? <laughs> I know. I'm just I kidding. prefer to wear underwear. <laughs> so 
it was just hilarious. It's the best pantsing because your hands are full. Because what do you do? And then Drop I, the pizza? I, God forbid. No, I care far too much about the pizza. I oh, think yeah. I like gingerly like put it down on the ground and pulled my pants up. Oh, and also, my God. I wasn't even mad because it's the funniest fucking way to get some. Like it was so it funny. funny. Did you ever pants anyone? Yeah, I mean, my sister and I were pranksters against yeah. each other. So it was like that was a war that you you just declared war on me by pantsing me on oh, West 18th God. Street in front of Little Caesars. Oh, my God. Okay. I mean, I got pantsed in the middle of the Matillaha Auditorium in seventh grade. No, or like the gym, not, not at the, school. Not the auditorium, the gym. It was during PE, and I was humiliated. You can't do it at school. I guys. was literally humiliated. Um, I got pantsed, and I thought my world was going to end. I was humiliated, and I remember the kid that did it. And he pantsed a lot of people. It was a weird thing he would do. That's kind of funny. He just pants. I wonder what he's up to. I don't know. It was kind of creepy and perverted. Why are you pantsing everybody? Like if he runs for office, can we out him as a pantser? A thousand percent. A thousand percent. (laughs) If he, I, I, if I hope to God, I know I'll be the CEO of a multi-billion dollar company one day. Right. And he's going to, I'm going to have an interview with him. And I'm like, you pantsed me. This reminds me of a... And as he walks out after the interview, I'm just going to pull his pants down <laughs> and, and kick him out the door. Now, you the, go. One time he... Okay, he pantsed a kid. No. He got pantsed. And the, this was the last time. He got pantsed. And whoever pantsed him, I cannot remember who did it. I think it was actually one of his friends, accidentally grabbed his boxers too. No. And everybody saw his butt. No. And his dingly parts... I'm sure. I I'm was sure, on, but the I hands on, go right there. I was so. on the butt side of it, and I just remember <laughs> thinking, this is what you get, you son of a bitch. This is what you get. Wow, karma. Because you pantsed everybody. Wow. He humiliated me. And then I remember he, he asked me, because I was overweight, he asked me also how I stand upright with so much fat. Wow. Wow. He was a dick. Okay. He was a fucking asshole. That's not cool. I think his name was Michael. Fuck you, Michael. It reminds me of that. Fuck you, Michael. It reminds me of that I think you should leave scene where the guy's driving the minivan and like doesn't know how to drive and the guy yells at him and he's like, you yelled at me. If you walk into my place of business yeah. and interview, I'm going to tell them you yell. You he's yelled. a yeller. He's a yeller. He's a pantser. <laughs> he's a pantser. Oh, you want to hire someone who <laughs> pantses people? You want to hire someone that can pants people? Oh, man. What would my multi-billion dollar business be? My company, what would it be? You selling the idea of something. <laughs> just the idea. And I get billions from it. And you just, no, you would just like put sentences together for people. Yeah. You'd be a content creator. Wow, Blake Silva. Come, <laughs> Blake I'm coming for your gig. <laughs> coming for your gig, sis. Oh, better, Blake. Better stock up on some Winnie the Pooh merch and get with it. I feel get like this is a good it. time to talk about Lake Casitas. Yeah, what do you want to talk about? I don't get the it. The Rock was just there. Right. He was. The Rock was just there. The Rock, the Rock Johnson. What is his name? The Dwayne, Rock Dwayne Johnson. The Rock's the Rock Dwayne Johnson. Johnson Dwayne the Rock. <laughs> you guys, I don't get it. The Rock? The Lake Casitas. The, what don't the you appeal. Get? I don't either. You can't go in the water. I know. So why are we by the water? It's you want to fish and throw fish back? I don't. You want to camp by water that you can't get into? I, I don't. mentally can't handle that. I think the lake is silly and I think it's sad that it's it's 
where I mean it's ever it's 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 going away I think there is an area though that's like you can't that like connects to the lake actually isn't there like a water park situation it's not connected to the Rushing lake it's just rivers. A, it's just a fucking like a Cetus water adventure and that seems like fun anyone who's anyone has been a lifeguard there Oh, that was like everybody's first in Ojai. You had three options for a first job. You could be a lifeguard at the water park. Right. You could work at Ojai Ice Cream. Yes. Or you could be a bagger at Westridge. Those are your options. Can we go on a total tangent? Please. So in the beginning, that's of the, very unlike us to do that. <laughs> the beginning of the pandemic, the Ojai Ice Cream people put out a sign that said the Kung flu no. discount and everyone got no. yeah you don't remember this no yeah it post, i like I, I wasn't leaving my house certainly not to get ice cream no but it was like all over you know why you didn't see it, it was all over facebook oh because you miss know me with that bullshit and it was on instagram too but everyone was just like what the fuck and super pissed and super mad that that's super racist and like you know just it's and if anyone who's listening that doesn't understand why that's racist it's it's, it's very dangerous to use words like that and stuff and make jokes about Horrible. that because if you've been watching the news, the increase in Asian violence is insane. And so people take these jokes and it it's like you're embedding bias and judgment towards a whole group of people who have nothing to do. It's just, it's really... You think you're being clever, but you're perpetuating You're perpetuating hate, hate and, and your hysteria. ice cream isn't shit. So, it was sad. It was sad. It was a bummer. Super big bummer. Fuck Ojai Ice Let's Cream. Let's fast forward like a year and a half Fuck later. Fuck Ojai Ice Cream. I get it, Cody. Okay, so a couple months ago, um, a white man was in uh, walking around town or whatever, had Ojai Ice Cream sign on, a uh, shirt on. And so I just asked him. I had you know, <laughs> I had the balls in this moment to just say, so you're just a really big ice cream fan or do you own it? And he goes, oh, I'm the new owner. And I was like, oh, oh. well, what do you think? Post Kung flu racism. Yes. So I asked, I said, so how has it been for you? And what has your, what's your, pers- what's your perspective on it? And like, what are you doing to like fix it? You know? Yeah. And he was like, honestly, <laughs> my wife grew up in this town. That was her first job. The owners, it's so complicated when people that you love become racist or show their racism because I think you know people it's such a complicated and convoluted situation because he was just explaining his impact on the community throughout the years he's done scholarships for people to go to college he's helped young people get jobs he's helped people in school like he's like this figure of the community but here he is doing something like compl- he's a racist figure of the community right and so he was just explaining so who I want I want to know who he's getting scholarships for and who he's helping I'd like to see a roster of those people okay because- you're taking it too far I'm trying to just say he was explaining to me his own battle with this situation and so he obviously doesn't agree with that and thinks it's unacceptable and so so we like ohio ice cream now so what he did for the first two months of owning it was take he took like 15 percent of the profit and donated to an aaip like awareness group and add a guy that's done yeah and he made like a huge announcement on the socials about how like you know they obviously don't support that message and stuff and i just thought it was cool to just have a like conversation with someone you know yeah instead of going off the rails a well little bit. let me tell you that <laughs> conversation has had me pack up my cones and take them over to bliss but now i'm feeling bad <laughs> drawn back that's cool he did he did the work it's cool he did the work and we have a lot of ice cream options right now we have oh ice cream we have sanders gelato and we have bliss okay, i hate to tell you what my ice cream tro- of choice is thrifty from rite aid fucking mcflurry <laughs> oh Give me a fucking wait McFlurry. this is what i'm talking about this is 805 and revolt content on your 
McFlurry, what topping do you go with? Oreo. Okay, that's what they said, but I'm a M&M kind of gal, and no, it's they a get freaky, too hard. crunchy chocolate. They get too hard. It, and I think Cameron on 805 and Revolt was defending the M&M choice, and that's who I stand with. I don't stand with you or Cameron. You know who I stand with? Sam. I, Sam. Yeah, obviously. A colleague told me that they get the Oreo McFlurry, and they ask them to put hot fudge on it. Hot. Now you want to talk about freaky? I like Oreo. I didn't even know that was an option. You can do Oreo and M M&M and M too, which I've done. I mess around with that. No, I mean I want it all. M and M's are just booby <laughs> traps in ice cream. They get too hard. I love it. They get too hard. Oh, crunchy chocolate and the other eight oh five and revolt content. They did. Someone wrote in a question like, "What are the best wedding songs?" And it was a hilarious conversation. You just went to a wedding, so what do yeah. you think the best wedding songs are? I mean, they had great music at the wedding. They had a DJ. I. Firstly, at Kaylee and Forrest's wedding mm. years ago, eleven years ago, um, they I was just like out talking, and the music was starting, and someone was like, "Get Cody onto the dance floor," right? Did As they do, pair it, did not pair it with the song, and so all of a sudden, "Sweet Home Alabama" starts playing, and you just hear. Can Cody come to the dance floor? And I thought, why the fuck is this my song? Sweet Home Alabama. They just wanted you to get out there. That's me. I fuck That's heavily. Me. What's your favorite wedding song? Um, I like, I mean, I like all the classics and stuff. I just like anything. I, oh, you know what? <laughs> they were talking. September. Do you remember? remember? <laughs> of September. Like, get me out there, hun. I don't remember I it. Want- that was just moments ago. That's three days ago. Uh, That's the song that gets you out there. Anything, anything crowd pleasing that we all know the words to. You know what I'm not with? What? You know what this Uptown is? Uptown funk. Oh, I get down to Uptown funk all that's day. A, that's a modern wedding song. That's, I'm into that. Yeah, Uptown funk gets you to the dance oh, floor. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, by Usher. No, I was just gonna say I'm there. I'm so sick of people playing fucking Yeah by Usher. Were you really going to say that? Or are you yes. teasing me? No, no, no. I How was. did I just say that out loud then? Because it's the biggest wedding. It's like any event. You don't they like fucking, Yeah by Usher I'm sick featuring of it. Lil no, John. It's not that I don't like it, Cody. I think it's over fucking played and overdone, and I'm sick of it being thrown in my face. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Shorty got down low, said, Come and get me. I said, Yeah. That's the other one. Shorty got low, 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 low. Should oh, we I get it. Apple bottom yes. jeans. I listened to this the for the last the 20 bar. years. What's going to be your first dance song? Well, I can't tell you that. What's going to be your... You can't tell me that? Mm-mm. I can tell Is you that what a my... sacred thing? I, I don't you, know how it works. I can Is tell that you, sacred? Well, I just want it to be mine, you know? I, I know my first dance. I can tell you my daddy-daughter song. What? Landslide. By Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I'll just ball my eyes out the whole time. I love that. Kaylee and my dad's was Hotel California. Cute. Yeah, that's very big oh, for them. Love Jean. My first dance is going to be the Macarena. Yes, that's such uh, a fun idea. Because <laughs> I don't want everyone involved because yes. I'm marrying myself. That'd be fun. Yeah. No, yeah, if I'm marrying many- myself, if Cray and Cody Creighton get married, I made a, I made a, um, the Knot profile for me and my yeah. other personality to get married. Um, if we get married, the our first dance will be, I don't want anybody else. <laughs> when, when I think, think about you, I touch myself. Oh, that's gonna be my first dance. Wow! And I'm gonna be dressed like a fembot from Austin Powers because they remember they do that song. Yes. What's on your registry? My registry is gonna be like a human body parts <laughs> like a 12 foot skeleton that one from home depot that yeah. giant ass skeleton yeah. um teeth 
Um, <laughs> Bring animals, me your teeth. <laughs> animals, dogs, cats, ducks. Where are you going to be moving? Are you going to go on a honeymoon? Yes. Where? Madonna Inn. <laughs> Alone. Duh. No, with Emily. With Emily. Well, we- Emily and I are getting married, of course. Our first dance, Emily and I's first dance will be... We don't... We'll be... You can't make the decision I without can't make her. Can't make the decision without her. That'd be disrespectful. It would be disrespectful. Do you? Are you a fan of The Office? No. Every t- single time I say disrespectful, it reminds me of the scene where Jan is coaching Michael on the way to the lawsuit, and he's trying to remember the script that he wrote for her because she's trying to sue them for like misconduct and discrimination because she got a boob job and stuff. Uh-huh. And so he has this stupid like mnemonic memory device thing, and he's like, he's always like, disrespect. Diz, he has like this whole story. Disrespect. Anyways, anytime I say disrespect, I think of that scene. So, Office lovers, I see you. Am I terrible that I don't like the office? Am I terrible that I have to go pee? And we, yes, you are terrible. You're a very bad person. I have to pee too. But That's I have to fine. pee. Taking a break. Whatever. We're back. We're back. You're the yes, one back, who back, makes me back, come back running. Back You're the sun who makes me shine. Do you ever fuck I around and spell come like come? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I remember my You gonna voice. come over? <laughs> Get it? Oh my god. Oh man. What's hey. up with hickeys these days? Ew. <laughs> do people do them? Do they like yes. them? I don't know. I like a I like a bite and a nibble, but I don't need you to sure, suck down on my to, neck. <laughs> you, no one gives a hickey on accident. Like Oopsies. It's like pissing on a fire hydrant. You were marking your territory. It's creepy. I've had I've had hickeys and I hate them. And basically I was, I wrote that note cause I was walking into target yesterday and this girl drives by in her truck, mm. like in front of target. And she had just like three of the craziest hickeys on her neck. And I'm like, damn, is that your kink? Anyone listening? Love hickeys. Let us know. Cause we're weirded out. <sighs> like just trust me. Give my, Give my neck, my collarbone, my ears some attention. I love it. Don't get me wrong, but don't leave a mark. I dumped a guy because he get, he wouldn't stop giving me hickeys. I dumped him. That Ooh. one guy I told the story about where he was in my shower drunk and was like, <laughs> yes. join me. And I was yes. like, no, he kept giving me hickeys. And I told him, I was like, just stop giving me hickeys. I have to wait tables tomorrow morning. You can't stop him in the moment? Like you don't know what's happening? No. Well, that's when I dumped him is when we were doing it and he started going full Nosferatu on your boy's neck <laughs> and I pulled off and I was like if you leave a mark I'm gonna dump your ass why was that such a high school thing I don't know it's to so just gross. show because that you're, you're making out that you're making out they're having sex <laughs> and and he's like I'm not gonna leave a mark I get into my car mm-hmm. from his apartment that night yeah I just have this fucking purple hickey on my neck I text him I said I'm never going to see you again you gave me and I sent him a picture of the hickey and that was the last I saw him good for you like Boundaries. moments after I told him I warned him I was like you leave a mark I'm dumping your ass and that's how I dumped him I sent him a picture of my hickey I was like I'm never gonna see you again Cody when was the last time you dry humped like because I like, never I'd rather regular hump I, I don't know, know I'm just saying like I think <laughs> the older you get and the more sex you I don't have think I've ever dry humped in my it's life it's just like let's get to it I've you know dry humped I've never dry humped. I've never hesitated. If someone is dry humping me. It's time to go. No. no. You're not going to dry hump me. Well, that's like, that's part of like getting warmed up. There's like a little like, when you have all your clothing on and you're like, no, that doesn't happen naturally sometimes. 
for no. like half a second and then you're like let's just get these clothes off and get to it but dry humping no maybe some dry <laughs> rubbing through the pants rubbing that's the same thing that's not humping if i'm like well that's what i'm talking about that's what well yeah there's some dry rubbing <laughs> i don't know what dry i'm rubbing i don't know what we're i'm like talking beef jerky. about <laughs> we're like we're seasoning meat or dry rub don't say meat meat don't say meat Thick, juicy meat don't say meat so people I are calling us guy, vulnerable. I dated a guy <laughs> that he, the wind would blow in the right direction and he would just f- have a fucking pre-cum stain in his pants. And I thought it was so interesting. He was such like. That really be happening, huh? Yeah. I mean, I, I pulled up to his house and we were like making out and he's like in his board shorts and he just, I'm like, oh my God. Do you don't think that's a pee dribble? No, and you know what? I dated him for a few months, and he literally would just pre-cum all the time, and it was atrocious. No offense to people who like it or do it, whatever, but it was just a lot. It was like a lot, a lot, a lot. It's absolutely sickening and atrocious, but like no <sighs> offense well, it, His was atrocious because it was a lot. And Love so, and light. Flash forward to a few years later, I'm hooking up with a guy, and we just start shooting the shit afterwards, and we realized we both dated this guy, and he was like didn't he oh like pre-cum a lot and i was like he really did and he was like it was kind of intense and i was like i had to change my sheets every time he slept over because it was just it looked like it looked like a snail had infested my bed oh, and they're right. just like it was disgusting and on that note <laughs> <laughs> hi dad how are you hey, doing guys. <laughs> i know my dad's listening <laughs> <laughs> i love being gay because you often date the same people as people and you well in this town they were in both from area. Santa Barbara. They were both from Santa Barbara. Small world. I miss that guy. We only hooked up one time. The one guy and I that had dated the pre-comer. I miss him because he was so nice and he moved away and he was a scientist. And we watched. He's the one that we watched like nature documentaries and just like jacked each other off one afternoon. Hey, Cody. Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't know if we would have met if you didn't have your tattoo. Wow. Think about that. That's a thought. The first time you guys have listened recently, the first time Cody and I ever met, I very rudely kicked his leg and said, "What's the deal with the tattoo? What's, what's with the tattoo, what's with the dude? Tattoo, what's dude? with the tattoo, dude?" The first word Stephanie ever spoke to me. So maybe if you didn't have a tattoo, I wouldn't have had some observational bullshit to pull you in with. Is can I ask you something that is so cringy? Yeah. Did you know who I was before you asked me? No. Okay. You just saw my tattoo and you kicked me. I was buzzing. I was on. You were in a captain's hat. I was a party girl mode. A party girl mode. And I'll that's... never. We were in the outdoor kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had a drink in hand. Duh. And you just walked up and kicked me. You met me at the end of my party girl stage. So she was on. You met me within my party girl stage. Okay. Wow. Good for us. Good for us. Good for us. Well, so you asked that because. We want to talk about tattoos. What was your very first tattoo? My very first tattoo I no longer have, believe it or not. You did a cop cover job? I put job? a cover up over it. What is it? My first oh, tattoo cross, was a cross. <laughs> take me to church. Wow. It was wow, a cross wow. on my Jesus, wrist. Jesus, take the wheel. And it ended up just being upside down all the time because my wrist would just hang and it was an upside down cross. So, And I liked that. Right. Because it's yeah. like a little spooky. And now yeah. there's a big old shark. I just put a shark over it. I thought... You're nautical. Fuck Jesus, give me sharks. That's what I thought. Let's do it. Yeah. What? Jesus doesn't like me. I don't but have to you like don't, him back. That's not true, actually. Is it not? It's not. I don't believe that. I okay. think that Jesus does love you. The people that love Jesus don't like me. And that's not even true. Some people that love Jesus don't love you. Okay. 
Okay. Like, you know, I think I feel I'm very intuitive. I feel like Jesus wouldn't like me. Well, I just spent maybe, five minutes talking about pre-cum. I don't think Jesus would like me. I don't think Jesus. I think that's safe to say. I don't think Jesus cares if you enjoy sex. Jesus cares what you do with your actions and how you act every day. Did and Jesus, if you're a good person or not. Did Jesus fuck? Uh, does Jesus fuck? Does Jesus fuck? Did he ever have kids? That he claimed? Uh, I'm sure he went around and, and. Well, what's the deal with Mary? Well. What is the deal, Mary? So, Mary, <laughs> Mary's one of the smartest women in history. Jesus Mary's fuck? one of the smartest women in history. So here she is, pregnant, and her husband's like, "Wait a second. She's like, "I didn't. We have fuck around with Jesus. Did that? Oh well, I certainly am a virgin. Still, I did. I, <laughs> definitely still virgin. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. She's Me? one of the smartest people in history. She got away yeah. with it too. I and not only did she get away with it, but she became something because of it. Oh, she it's called branding. Get <laughs> into it. She was like, I'm going to make this my brand. I'm going to content create really quick. You know what? If I have to, if I have to get knocked up by some Joe Schmo, I'm going to say it was God and I'm going to give birth in a barn and I'm going to make it work for me and I'm going to have people bring me gifts. Yeah, I'm not married. So we're going to have to make this something happen here. Dude, we're going to have to make this work. power. And then, and you know what she did? What? Made it so no one could ever do it again. Immaculate. immaculate her plan was immaculate she concepted that immaculately she truly did because you can't you can't then be like oh me too actually yeah she had this like perfect idea and she said to joe <laughs> she was like i just called mary and joe she said to joe she was like she's like oh, we're gonna get God. famous babe she was like i just had the most immaculate conception of this branding idea anyway immaculate conception that's what it must be. Yeah. And she went, oh, sure. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, that's not what I was saying. But since you said it. Can I burst a bubble? Yeah. Jesus was born in May. Know that. We do know that. And people know that. People know that. And I don't really, I'm not religious at all. I'm very. But I, but I am optimistic in the sense that if Jesus is out there, he sees me doing my thing, staying in my lane. And he's like, yeah, you'll get a ticket to hell i love the versions of jesus where like the white people love to make jesus look like he's blonde haired blue eyed maybe like sandy colored hair and he like has this long hair and he looks the real jesus white when they, people's favorite thing to do i know the real jesus a- when they did like the history channel or whatever did like an actual recreation of what the real jesus would look like yeah hot 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 i love a middle eastern man hot. so not gonna be a white guy with blonde hair sorry but, no he's definitely not and also I guess the beauty of Jesus is that he is what you think he is. You know, Jesus, the, the, you that, know, yeah, it's, he's, in he's so, more of an idea. He's an idea. So if you want him, I don't think he likes Jesus me. is a woman. <laughs> no, I think God God's is a, a woman. woman. <laughs> Jesus is definitely a dude that he looks like a, like Silicon Valley, like weekend warrior drives a Prius. That's kind of what Jesus looks like. Yeah. And in California for sure. Did Jesus fuck? Does Jesus fuck? Can someone who is religious let us know? Maybe if Jesus he didn't, fucked? but does he now? He's not back yet. He's supposed to come back. Well, I he's know. up there with the angels, Do right? Do angels fuck? They should be allowed to. What's heaven without sex? What's the point? What if is... I have to be in purgatory? Did I ever tell you what I think my my afterlife experience is going to be? You are worried it's going to be nothing. No, but my, what do you think it's? I think be? that I'm going to be in purgatory with every single item I ever threw away. And I'm just going to be sitting on it. Whoa. That's my biggest fear is that. So my friends, ever, I have people that make fun of me because I like think too much about every single thing I buy or 
you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm trying really hard out here. Yeah. And so I think I'm going to be in purgatory for like a hundred years, just sitting on every single thing I threw away. It's going to look like a house from hoarders or is it going to be like a it's stock a pile. room? It's, it's just not a, pile. a room. I'm in a pile and it's just like apocalyptic. I imagine it's like a mountain and you can it's crawl hot. into it and, and it's like a home well, inside sure. it. You're thinking long term. What am I going to do with my space? What's more long term than the afterlife? I was just thinking I'm sitting on a pile and it's hot as shit and I'm getting sunburnt probably and I'm on <gasps> all my garbage. So you think you're going to hell? Well, purgatory for a little bit, and then Jesus is gonna be like, "You've you get it, you can come back." Oh my God! Isn't purgatory like the midway where they're like you? I think that's limbo. Um, I think it's the same thing. I don't know. I don't know. My my purgatory is going to be. My purgatory is going to be. You're going to be with a bunch of TikTokers. Oh, my God. And they're all going to be like, you really offended me what you said. And I have to back it up. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that is, is my millennial purgatory. purgatory is <sighs> just everything you ever said being taken <sighs> under a micro- mag- then, magnifying glass. And then finally, Jesus is going to show up. He's like, so I heard you didn't hurt now that I fucked, huh? <laughs> and then uh, Jesus and I are going to fuck. Jesus is going to show up with all his bitches and be like, you think I don't fuck? You don't think I you don't you think you I don't get another fuck? 10 years. Who's Jesus fucking? Whoever he No in heaven Like who would Everyone who wants to fuck You know how many people Want to fuck Jesus How many people Want to fuck There's a line And he's like Nope It's like America's Next top model Really Jesus is next (laughs) Jesus is next Top or bottom (laughs) Oh my god I would have to top Jesus Do you think he's Give You think he's Gonna be a bottom Yeah Power bottom Twink Definitely Definitely right. body of Christ. Is this I want It's very sacrilegious. You guys, we're not disrespecting you, hopefully. <laughs> it's okay. They've Dis- just disrespected me my whole life. It's fine. They can handle it. They could take the heat for a second. <sighs> they could take the heat for a second. Anyways, first tattoo. What's your first tattoo? That's what we were talking about. Wow. We were talking about tattoos. My first tattoo was super spontaneous and on a whim. I was in LA on Hollywood Boulevard with some girls. Not Hollywood even, Boulevard? Not even kidding. Icon. I, was, okay. I was 18 and we were on Hollywood Boulevard and my friend just said, let's pop in and I'll get tattoos. And I was like, oh God. And I had been dating Asa for a little over a year. And I honestly, I mean, not anymore, but like at that point in time, I was like, is this going to piss him off? Uh huh. I thought that. Well, you wanted to build something long term with yeah, him. Yeah, of course. So you and, wanted, yeah. and I'm very much like I like to talk about decisions with people, you know. Yeah. And so I got it and was like really anxious to show him. And it was like me and three girls. I got a like sunflower on my ankle. Oh. Someone got like antlers and someone got like a mustache. And what year was this? 2010? This was 2012, early 2012. Just the mustache. I'm trying to place it. Yeah, in time. exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, a little late, but like, you know. Yeah. Uh, it should have been 2010 for the mustache, but, um, just rolled into the tattoo parlor with your feather extensions in your hair. I did have a feather. Ex- yeah, I did yeah. have a feather. I did have feather extensions oh, at one point in my life. It. I went to Coachella with feather extensions in. So if that doesn't say if 2010. If you haven't gone to Coachella with feather extensions, <laughs> I got kicked out of Sky High, the trampoline park, because there was a girl with feather extensions, and I called her Angry Bird, because she was being mean. And you got kicked out? Well, she worked there. That's a solid burn. Oh, yeah. You can't burn the people who are working there. <sighs> I know. And we were being dangerous playing dodgeball. So you deserved it. I deserved it. I'm on the no-fly list there. (laughs) (laughs) I am. I'm not allowed to go back. That's hilarious. Uh, I got caught stealing at Rayleigh's in Oakley, and I had my picture of shame, and I wasn't allowed back for like four years. I'm back now. 
She's back. I'm back. They wouldn't remember me if I. No, it's just gonna be her. It's just gonna be a head full of feathers, and she's like, "Oh, hi, Cody." No, I'm sure she's embarrassed that she ever had feathers in her hair. Yeah, she's probably moved on. She's probably in prison. <laughs> Seems like the type. So all people who have had feathers in their hair have had a touch with the law. <laughs> well, the fashion police certainly <laughs> oh, arrest me. Okay. Oh my. Okay. So tattoos. Her um, advice for getting one. That's think, what the listener wrote in. Okay, she wanted to hear right. our first tattoo experience and the advice for getting one. Don't I got get mine at Ink House Ventura. Moving on. Don't care. Don't care too much. Like if you care too much about what you think you're going to think when you're older, you just can't really care if you're getting a tattoo. Like, you know, people are like, well, what happens when you're, you just can't care if you change or if your style changes, if your ideas change, you can't care. You can I'm going to have to, I disagree. I think that's the mindset you should go in with though a little bit because why are you getting tattoos if you're going to, you're going to evolve, you're going to change. You're not going to always love the same things you love and with the same respect. So it's like, yeah, I regret all of mine. You have to be open to not liking it later. That's That's my point. Okay. I don't like my sunflower tattoo, but I also put it in a place that I don't see every day and people don't even know I have it. So that my first two tattoos were. What's your least favorite tattoo on you? My sunflower. And I put it in a place that I can't see every day and I forget it exists. So that's my advice with first tattoos is put it somewhere that, you know, only people maybe who know you well will know it's there. I don't I know. I get a hundred like dollar belt tattooed on my wiener. Right. Does it grow and then it stretches or when it grows, it turns into the actual image? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you have to get it while you're hard? So that it looks right when you're hard. I know that you have to get the Prince Albert piercing while you're erect. That's the piercing that goes through the pee hole and under your wiener. I, that makes me sick in my stomach. It makes I my I just got Why? chills. Also, nipple piercings hurt me to think about. I yeah, can't. I'm not a big. I'm not a pierce person. I'm not a pierce person. I fuck. I love when people have like a. I fuck. <laughs> I fuck pierced people. I don't actually, but I. Anywho, um, I like like a nose ring on septum. certain people septum I, I get down with septum it's like a whole look it's a vibe if you're pulling that look off like that's Lip hot ring <sighs> what on, about a monroe what about a monroe what's a monroe i know too many people what's who've a, had a monroe they do oh, the monroe <laughs> with all my sister had a monroe respect. so <laughs> with all due respect no thank you <laughs> i'm gonna say no thank you i it's hard my dad when i was younger would always be like you can't put any holes in your face and i'm like that makes that's a good point when you're young don't go putting holes in your face when don't you're go, young you're not you're not a froyo punch card you, you don't know? need to be wait a wait a minute why do people who have tongue rings have to do that thing with their yeah. teeth and the tongue. Mm-hmm. And they that, play with it. They love to play with it. And I just, can I tell you something? You're mm. the only person that enjoys that. Nobody <laughs> likes to look at you playing with your no, tongue ring. No, that's a kink. You're yucky. No, you, could, you could put your tongue ring on my butthole all day. Have you had that experience? Yes. Uh, okay. Anywho, Absolutely. I had a belly but button don't piercing. Don't play with it like with your teeth while you're waiting in line at Chevron. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I got Gross. my belly button pierced in someone's garage in high school. <gasps> wow. Mm-hmm. And Owie. now I have a stupid scar and it's annoying. Owie. Owie wowie. Owie wowie zowie. People get the strangest things pierced. You know, Britannia. Oh, the dimples. <coughs> she had the... She had or has the dimples. The dimples. That's what I want. Remember, I want teeth. Teeth. <laughs> teeth. <laughs> teeth oh my god! Can't right we? there. So it looks like your teeth are popping out of your face. That's fucking genius. That's what I want. I'm all on board. Or with just that. anywhere, like a nose ring, but it's a tooth. 
So don't put holes in your face and be okay with you not liking your tattoo later in life. It doesn't life hurt as bad as you think. It yes, feels it like does. a bee sting. I hate. I hate. I think tattoos hurt so bad. What's the most painful of your tattoos? I'm such a baby. I have small tattoos. That's like my thing. Which one was the most painful spot? Most recently, uh, Annabelle redid my garden shears and uh-huh. just going over the old tattoo was like quite a sensation yeah but i think they just all hurt but the least painful was up by my collarbone believe it or no not no way yeah you think that that would hurt it's like all soft muscle right there where i actually where the that's tattoo what's actually that's what's is up. the least painful for me i've one on my thigh and i've one on my forearm and those i mean that was a breeze it just felt like a sunburn if you get anything okay your shark is all your tattoos are actually dark dark black shading the shading is the worst fucking part they go my over leg. and over and over and my over my fucking leg yes that was awful my I have these two fucking giant ass stripes on my leg. Like I'm a fucking crayon. Everyone loves your tattoos. Not me. Get over it. Oh, Anyways, that's my new saying. Get, get over, over it. it. The when the when the shading had to take place on the shin and the back of the calf. Oh. And they were listening. I'll never forget. They were listening to like Death Cab for Cutie. I was like, can you yeah. please put on some Def Leppard? Can you please put on something Just more metal? Else. Please, I'm begging you. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I broke a sweat. It was just awful. You could hear. It sounded like when you go to the dentist and they're scratching your teeth. So it sounded like on my shin. Okay, Cody, Owie. I think you're going to like this. What? I came up with what song I want played at my funeral. Oh, Tim McGraw, I saw. Tim McGraw by Maggie Rogers, which is a cover of Taylor Swift, which I don't know how I feel about that. But um, listen to it. Listen to it. Get into it. That's a good funeral song. It's my. It's just what I want. Okay. I just want it. People will cry. If you die today, I'll make sure that that's no. And everyone who's listening, please respect my wishes and make sure Cody follows through with that. Are you Are you being real or silly? No, one hundred percent. Is that a sweet song? Yeah. See. So yeah, it would be fun. To, it would be a fun time to be sad at my funeral, don't you think? I can't imagine not being sad at your funeral. Will you be sad at mine? <laughs> no. Okay, good. Because I want it to be fun. No, I want this like is a what jolly you wanted. I want like a jolly jumper. This is what he's always wanted. I want like the Kona ice truck there. I want the Kona ice truck there. Wow. Shaved ice. Shaved ice. Mm. Mm. Who's catering my funeral? <laughs> Who's going to cater your funeral? <laughs> it's a it's a potluck, actually. So you need to bring a dish. It's a potluck. You need to bring your own dish. Yeah. And your own serving utensil. I love that. And we have paper plates I don't and care plastic utensils. I don't care what's served at my funeral because I won't be able to eat it. So that's selfish, right? Yeah, I'm a selfish person. Obviously. Mine is just like different types of mac and cheese. Like, you know, just bring your... Fun. <laughs> like a mac and cheese bar? Yes. Fun. Yes. <gasps> oh, do you remember that popular trend of... um? models would lay down and there'd be sushi on their bodies wow but my dead body (laughs) you expect us to eat off of you please by all means i love that but like spaghetti and just like twirl it around and just like forks surrounding me and you just twirl it it through in my belly it's like a cheese and charcuterie but a pasta like different pastas do you think the social grazing company local (laughs) local charcuterie icon social grazing do you think the social grazing company would do charcuterie on my dead body I don't know why I don't know why anyone wouldn't. I smell I like a charcuterie board already. I can't so think perfect. of a reason why they I wouldn't. Smell like meat and <laughs> Are cheeses. you naked or do you have clothes on? Naked. Naked. Are you exposed or do we have like a little Tarzan flap? So that if people want to see they can but I'm not exposed. <laughs> and I want like my dick wrapped in prosciutto. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> This is sick. Is we it? have issues. Is it? 
I want like a fun like Dijon mustard in my belly button for people to dip things in. I love a spicy brown. Can I, I just love say? a spicy brown. Uh, mustard is one of my favorite condiments in the whole world. And then like a bouquet of like hard bread sticks coming oh. out of my butthole for people just like. Well, what do you think you're doing? How are we going to get to the butt? You're laying flat. Well, halfway through the party, the you flip me over. The breadsticks are in the mouth. Or I was thinking just linked sausage I'm deep throating. Dead me, deep throating linked sausage. Yeah, because sausage goes with pasta well. I, if you have, if you were a dead person charcuterie board, I don't see you as being a charcuterie board. I see you more of like a raw bar, like oysters and like shrimp. Oh, shrimp cocktail. When I, we went to yeah. the brunch at the Ojai Valley Inn, all I ate was shrimp cocktail. <laughs> Dude, that was one of the, that was the best brunch I've ever been to. It was. And Delicious. All, I, all, all I ate was shrimp cocktail and a side salad. I love that nothing was served on a dead person too. It was very classy. Yeah, that is classy. It was classy. If I was a... How was their shrimp cocktail? Fucking, I didn't have shrimp. I could go, I could eat shrimp cocktail all day, every day for the rest of my life. I had the most incredible lox and bagel. I had the most incredible so churro I. bread pudding. Anywho, this isn't a fucking advertisement. Um, so I have no idea where you could ever find a reservation for that, but I'm sure you could find out. Figure it out on your own. Go online. Just <laughs> Google it. Oh Should we talk God. about backpacking? Yeah, you went backpacking this weekend. Who did I ever? Okay, so glad you came back. I'm gonna. Yeah, I came back. In light of recent events, I'm glad you packing. made it back. Thank yeah. you, um, Cody. <laughs> fucking a man, you always take it too far. So, I let's set up the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'm a motherfucking Thursday star night. Boy. We recorded an episode. Yes. Friday. Bridget took me to the Heim concert at Santa Barbara Bowl. Yes. I've now seen them three times. Love it. Cried my eyes out, got emotional, told Bridget you cry why, at I concerts. Love, why I love her so much. You it cry was at really embarrassing. We had a blast. Super why fun. Why you love Bridget or Heim? Bridget. Oh, I love you, Bridget. While I was like, <laughs> I love you. I love you. Um, it was so much fucking fun. And then 7 a.m. Saturday morning, we're packing up a car to go backpacking. Oh, exactly. So it was a whirlwind. We went up. I don't even want to say the area we went to because this is going to get into the whole geotagging conversation we're going to have in a minute. I went into the wilderness. It was fucking fantastic. Google some trails. I don't know. You can also DM me and I'll talk to you about it, but I'm not going to put it on a podcast anyway. Uh So we went to this beautiful place and we checked in with the ranger station first which is a good tip that Brittany had she said you just go check in with the ranger you tell them what you want to do and then they tell you kind of like more practical ideas like or a woodland concierge yeah exactly it's amazing and they wow. tell you like what roads to take what hikes to do and they say oh actually no you know that's a good idea but really you should go to this one because it's gonna be less crap like people oh. the rangers love talking with How people do you become a ranger it's a lot of work. I took a national parks class. Not that it's a national park. It's a state forest, whatever. Anyways. Um, anywho, back to backpacking. So they were like, oh, you'll be on asphalt road the whole time. We typed it into the GPS and we're going for like an hour and a half and we're on this road that's not asphalt. And Bridget asks originally, she's like, so how do you guys know where we're going? <laughs> we're like, <laughs> and we're like, oh, the GPS. And she's like, okay, 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 cool. And then like this 30... Is the beginning of a horror movie, yeah, by the way. Exactly. 20 minutes later, she's like, okay, guys, I don't know. They said we'd be on asphalt the whole time and I was just like, the what GPS. What kind of road was it? A dirt road? Yeah. Ooh, we're in the mountains. That's definitely not asphalt. And we're passing like a hundred hunters. Like everyone's hunting and we're just passing a million hunters and like oh camo God. and stuff and it's so funny and we finally look at the gps and we look at the map and we're like okay well, we fucked up i the wrong address was put into the gps so we turn around we go back we we drove by this campsite this gorgeous campsite with like this cute little general store and we were talking with them and 
God, I love going somewhere and like talking to locals because it's so funny to like we're so ambitious and we're like, we're going to go do this thing. And then they were just like instantly like, well, you're you're an hour and a half. You're an hour and a half away. I really don't think you should do it today. Like they just are very real and like giving us great instructions. They're like, there's a great holiday and express down the road. No, they gave us a campsite for the night. So we didn't backpack night one. We did. That's smart. Yeah. So we did listen it, to the locals. Yes, exactly. It was like 4 p.m. They're like, don't risk it. You have a four mile hike to get to your campsite. If you do backpack, it's like, you know, sun's going to be setting. Just we're like, cool. We'll stay here. It was so much fun. There was the coolest hike that we were like, we were narrating our own horror story because it was a. Oh. Yeah, it was so fun. It was a historic like sawmill and there was like these little town homes, like these little homes that you could walk through that were built in the 1930s that oh, were like dilapidated and M- falling apart. And we were G. making jokes the whole time. We we're like, no one take anything. No one take anything. No one take anything. You'll get cursed. Because you know how. Yeah, exactly. Yes, and Blair then, Witch Project. Yeah. So we were just like narrating our own horror story and there was like a little creek and there was a full, almost a full moon that night. And we had just like really intense, deep emotional conversations. It was amazing and the next morning we wake up i don't know okay so i'm trying to decide how much information i'm divulging on this so the next morning we wake up we wake up early we go out and we hike we hike i had a hard time and i think a lot of it had to do with the altitude i haven't been up in the mountains in a while that'll fuck with you yeah and so i wasn't feeling my best we'll just say that and so it was a really challenging four miles for me which is embarrassing but we like got up to the lake were you medicated um no Oh, so I just I was having a really hard time and we made it and it felt so amazing. And the girls did another like day hike to another lake. And I just chilled out and read my book by the water and took a little nap in the tent. And it was just fucking amazing and extremely emotional for me. I don't know what touched you about it. I I it wasn't emotional in the sense of like, whoa, nature's so beautiful, which obviously that was happening. I was emotional. I was very like inward thinking and dealing with a lot of stuff. It nature kind of just took all this shit I've been dealing with in my head and put it right in front of my face and was like, You're gonna deal with this, <laughs> you yeah. know? And so I worked through so much stuff mentally and emotionally and I feel like a brand new fucking person. Do you? Yes. I had been dealing I don't know. I some people know this about me, but I am a huge guilt and shame machine. It's so people dri- don't know that about you. <laughs> some people, people do. People don't know any story you tell. You feel bad about doing something, anything fun, right? I don't anything fun. I don't. There's something inside of me that has. I have to suffer to enjoy myself. That's usually right. Kind of like the trade off, so that I can actually enjoy myself. And I also have so much negative talk in my head. It's constantly, I criticize, I judge, I mean to myself constantly about like every single thing I do every day, every single thing I put inside of my body, every single thing. If I take a walk, if I don't walk far enough, if I didn't walk fast enough, if I didn't walk with enough posture or if I like literally put myself under this insane amount of pressure and it's like to no end there's no goal there's no reason if that makes sense and how is that productive it's not and it's been making me depressed <laughs> and like really anxious and of course the pressure you're putting on it's yourself it's exhausting hating yourself it's exhausting it's hating exhausting yourself. and so i really kind of dealt with that up there and thank god I, for bridget and Brittany for listening to me like babble on and cry through all of it and just process with me and just be so open and patient and kind um 
and I'm feeling a lot lighter. Like I just, I've been so nice to myself the last couple days and appreciative and like how incredible that I got to hike and that my body allows it and that I have the agency time, like everything, all the privileges, you know, and to just let myself be okay with it, you know, that I don't know how to explain it, but I'm just feeling like a lighter person and I'm trying to adopt this thing too that time enjoyed is not time wasted and yes. so this week not I've, every moment has to be productive this week i've been napping and like i'm still working at my job working on the business napping finding time for enjoying my partnership enjoying i don't know it's just been i hope i i want to keep it going and i think speaking to it on the podcast helps me stay accountable too but i don't know it's, it's don't turn it into a project it feels different don't turn it into a project don't turn it into something that you have to put pressure on yourself don't turn it into something yeah. that you're trying to alleviate pressure don't make it something i think i more just want to create space so that i can stay feeling this way if that makes sense not in yeah. a pressured way but in a proud happy way like i don't know but i get what you're saying too yeah I just I'm I'm glad to hear that because that is something that I notice is that you don't allow yourself to really fully experience life and enjoy your own time and your own experiences as you'd hope other people would if they right. were having those experiences. <laughs> you put the pressure on yourself. Right. And I have this new mantra that I I feel like you you would take a nap and you'd be like, God, I'm a piece of shit because some people don't have a bed to nap in. I'm such a piece of shit. Or I'm just like, or you open Instagram and you're like, well, I bet they didn't take a nap and their business is more successful and they have more going on and they're more interesting and da 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 And they it's like, wait, what? They probably took a nap or they probably wish they could. <laughs> or what? Right. <laughs> Um, and my new mantra that I'm holding very close to my heart is that I'm honoring myself and I'm honoring my body. And I don't know why, but like moving through, like every decision I'm making, I'm putting through that mantra and I'm like, oh, good. Like I'm honoring myself. Like That's I'm honoring all about. I'm honoring myself in this moment. I'm tired. I need a nap. I'm honoring myself in this moment and enjoying chips. I'm honoring myself in this moment. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. It's just different for I'm me. I'm honoring myself in this moment and I'm eating chips. So fuck off. <laughs> so fuck off. I I will remind myself because I'll wake up with anxiety and right. Isn't that weird? Morning anxiety. I hate it. You just I wake up it. in a fucking fit. Ugh, and you're just like you feel like you missed something. You've pissed some. I feel like I missed something. I've pissed someone off. I haven't done enough. And I have to tell myself in my head over and over, I go, you're allowed to rest. You're allowed to rest. You're allowed Dude, to rest. Dude, ever since rest. I quit my big girl job, I will wake up with morning anxiety, and I have to remind myself. All of your deadlines are met. You have nothing. You literally are fine. Because there's okay. that like residual, like I'm supposed to be doing something thing. I'm more like, what now? What now? What I woke now? up. Now what? <laughs> now what? Oh, man. I woke oh, up. Oh, man. What's, oh, the, man. what's the gay panic all about? <sighs> Boring. I don't know. I thought it'd be a fun topic. I was thinking about just the gay panic that sets in when like, you're walking and someone accidentally kicks a soccer ball over to you and they expect you to kick it back. And you're like, I don't do that. Or like a football or, to, or just talk, which this, you know, more interesting topic than gay panic is what we just talked about beacon this morning. We and were having a hold meeting. Hold on two seconds. And don't you feel like you're putting gay people in a box? Yeah. And you're stereotyping a little bit there? Absolutely. Okay, go if on. If I can't, who can? And um, <laughs> gay panic. And, but this morning we were like, really admiring these two ex- as per usual we say it all the time but hot dads go to beacon oh weren't we Ugh. oh my god that's right there this conversation so is great many hot guys at beacon this morning 
that was it was distracting. The talent was high. Well, here's what one of our we're not gonna say who, but one of our dear listeners, their husband was there this morning. Oh, with another husband of someone. They both had their kids strapped onto their bikes. And so then we started doing the skit of like They were like on a dad they're man on a date. Dad man and date. it was so fucking cool. And we were like, dude. What do straight men talk about? Like we were like, what are they talking about? They're like, what do they talk about? What do they talk about? What do straight men talk about? They're like, oh yeah, we were we were saying like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get a new Patagonia jacket. I can get you a discount. And they're like, they're like, did you did you watch Mountain Film last night? Oh were my god, were you, did you make it to the event? Have you seen the new episode of Ted Lasso? You seen the new episode of Ted Lasso? <laughs> and then they are going to Libby Park, and you know they are going to Libby Park. And what do they talk right. about there? Oh, Ted, little the Ted Ryan talk that they listen to. Little oh, the Ted Daily. Yeah. Did you listen to the New York Times Daily today? Did you listen to the New York Times? No, I was too busy. I, I was making matcha from scratch. I like to think straight guys, they have two priorities in their life. Ted Talks and Ted Lasso. They're like, what Ted am I going to do today? What yeah. Ted? What Ted will it be today? Yeah, I had to take out the trash. So I had to cut it cut into Ted Lasso time. Well, I took out the trash, but I forgot to tell you, I've gotten really into composting. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what they, what do they talk about? Am I a straight man? Yeah. Because I could talk about composting and Ted Lasso for hours. You have... I have straight man you energy. You have straight man energy. You watch The Office. <laughs> you have straight. I watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Patagonia dad energy. Hey, I have my. I went backpacking on the weekend. For the first time ever, I own a puffy jacket. You own a puffy jacket. So I'm in the club. You own a puffy jacket. What um, else do they? I mean, they went to Libby Park <clears throat> and they just talked about their schedules. Probably cryptocurrency. Crypto. Have you seen Doge? It's Doge is done. And they're probably talking about like Ethereum and Ethereum Plus. I don't have time for Doge. I only have time for Doge at Cat. That's just kind of the uh, nice. That's the kind of like the mantra I live by. I like that. No I'm time eating for Doge. On the podcast, so that's fine. This is where we. <laughs> no time for Doge. Just time for Doge at Cat. Did you see her Pepsi commercial? No, Adorable. but did you see Meg the Stallion's Nike commercial? Iconic. Obsessed. I just love that her brand is hot girl because I just love that. And you can be a hot girl no matter what is what she's saying. Like, don't let other. They called people... me athletic, but oh, I'm not an athlete. I don't. I don't dance for 12 hours a day. Half I don't the time squatting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, half the time squatting shows her twerking. She's mm-hmm. a hot girl. She's an athlete. How you feel about me sniffling and burping? I feel about like chewing and swallowing. Yeah, I shouldn't have done any of that. But you guys, you got to experiment with your brand. Did we talk about <laughs> swallowing? Come. At Beacon Coffee or on the podcast? I can't remember. Did we talk about that on this episode or was that at Beacon it Coffee? It was at Beacon in Did the public. Say, how about when you dropped your teacup And you Beacon wanted to make I a screamed. scene. You I, screamed, oh my God, everyone looked at me and I said... I at the whole... You dropped a little... The top hat. What's the, the hat? The lid? The mm-hmm. cap of the teapot into your tea. And it just went clink. And I just went, oh my God. And everyone Everybody stared looked. at me. I... I Love and a then, dramatic. And then you said very loudly that I shouldn't drink the rest of my tea because of COVID. And I said, eh. What I meant was it just felt, it felt like you had touched things and then you touched your cap and then the cap went into the tea. Yeah. I touch things all the time. I know. And that's probably why I got COVID. Let's be real. I'm a yeah. little, I'm a little reckless with the germs for some, not with like social distancing and masks and vaccines. I'm all on board. But when it comes to like, you know. I too. I just. I don't have an awareness. I blew my nose. I blew my nose on a napkin at Beacon, and you picked it up and threw it away. And I just thought I that thought was, I was so being, fucking freaky. I thought I was being nice. That's freaky as shit. That's as freaky as one can get. 
Hey, I'm a freak bitch. You may be social distancing, I'm but you're a freak. I'm a freak. I'm a lover. Just I'm kidding. What child. if I just I remake it? I talked to Alanis Morissette once, and she was very cool. Okay, I want to wrap this up. What, what What's our timestamp? I'm having a lot of fun, but I want to eat food and like move on with my I'm day. I'm feeling low energy, and I'm sorry, you guys. Is what? this a low energy? This is such a fun podcast. Wait, can we just We're go over our notes? No, can I just say what I want to say and then be done? <laughs> just kidding. Could you, you imagine? Do. I'm just kidding. I, I just wanted <laughs> to. I wanted to. I don't know why this popped into my head the other day, what? but it did. I just wanted to reiterate to anyone listening that may be confused about what we do here. We don't make money from this podcast not a, at not a penny. all. At one point in time, yeah, we did a little bit, but like it's been a year and a half. We do not. We do this. Utter, How do you feel about that? It's it's the only thing I've ever done extracurricular where I don't make money. Really, that's not exercise. You don't think it's a platform even when I have a to garden. advertise for your podcast business. Even when I have a garden, I was selling flowers. Like you know what I mean. <laughs> I know, but yeah, but that's not why we do it. I'm not here marketing myself. Like it's just a fun thing to do. This is the first thing. This is the first like project we'll call it. Yeah, this project. That's a straight. That's a straight guy term. Such a straight dude. So this project I'm working on. Uh, <laughs> this project I'm working on when I'm not watching Ted Lasso. Right. No, but this this is the first project that I haven't made money on either, and I haven't really. I don't really care. I don't think about it, but it is a funny it's concept. It's fun to have a hobby that we're not monetizing. We could. We could. We but absolutely then is could. It fun if but we then do what we have to we write... do get perks here and there oh we get tons of perks i got free coffee at begin today yeah we get we get perks here and there jen has hooked us up with with a gift card we get uh, we're both times. wearing a completely free wardrobe right now yeah neither of us have are paid i've paid for the clothes that we're wearing right now okay well we're not this isn't a brag session i'm just saying i think it's funny i'm not bragging i'm saying that we we stole from the clothing store the other day no just kidding oh my god no but we do get perks the perk is what just makes being me laugh friends is when with people you. Are like what you do. Oh, Steph. What when people like you do so much for the community. Oh my god. That makes me giggle. All right, so oh, Shout people out to call Taylor. us people call us vulnerable. I put that in my notes. Some people are like you're so vulnerable. What they're saying is, yikes, you say a lot of <laughs> shit. I love that's the nicest way when people are like, I, so I listen to your podcast. You're so vulnerable. It's I'm basically like, like you say anything. You and everything. fucking say whatever you want. You don't really give a fuck about who's hearing. I am naturally vulnerable. It's not on purpose, guys. I just can't shut up. We're unfiltered. Okay. We're unfiltered. I don't. What's a filter? What's editing? What's editing? What's a filter? I don't know. Should we start being less vulnerable? <laughs> what would we talk about? Watch, ask me a question. Let's role play about being less vulnerable. Ask me a question off my notes. Cody. Pick no, I'm picking notes. something different. Okay. Cody, do you have any plans on hooking up with anyone I soon? don't want to talk about that. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I don't have plans on hooking up with anyone anytime soon. I was actually last night I decided I'm abstinent. I'm going to go abstinent. <laughs> Should I start getting you little like abstinence chips? Uh-huh. I Celibacy? decided I'm going to take a break from sex. Okay. That means like no no coming at all or no sex with yourself? Ooh, that's a thought. <laughs> Cuz you should really you should really uh, deprave yourself of of any sort of sexual behavior. Go Inter- all in. Interesting. Interesting. I feel like sometimes my dick is like a little pet and I would I need to you take guys, it for okay, a walk. Wait. I don't know how much the listeners want to hear that. Well, I don't want to like ignore. You want to be vulnerable. <laughs> I just want to be vulnerable for a second and be like, my dick is like my pet, and I just want to. Sometimes it needs to go for a walk. Oh. Sometimes it needs to go to the dog park. 
Sometimes I need to take it to the vet for a checkup. I think the female listeners are like tuning out. Do you think so? Why? Your vagina is like a little kitty cat. No, your vagina reminds me of like a sea monkey tank. Like you have to keep the pH balance right. My vagina? Yours personally. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, um, (laughs) I don't want to talk about that. Look at me. You're a sea monkey I'm becoming unvulnerable. I'm shutting down boundaries, Cody. I can't talk about that. How dare you ask me that? How dare you ask me that? Boundaries. I'm looking outside and it does look like a fucking smoky shit. What's I'm going saying. on? That's why I can't breathe. I'm so sensitive. You know, when we were driving, I was Emily and I were driving up north last summer. Yeah. After Madonna Inn. Yeah. And there was a huge fire in Slow last August. And I was like, Emily, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And she's like, you have a cigarette lit right now. Like, Holy shut shit. the fuck up. <laughs> like, you are inhaling smoke intentionally. Hey, you know what they call this? What? A smoke show. Oh, wow. Ah, ah, should we Irish goodbye this? I Irish goodbye at that wedding. I felt awful for doing it. Why? Why do we owe people a goodbye? That's what I was thinking. I well, I made my rounds. I said hello. I said I hung out. I danced. I made. I did my thing, and I thought people knew <clears throat> you were there. And you know what? Right? You made your appearance <clears throat> known. Hell yeah, I did. Hell yeah, I did. And you know what? Why why the theatrics of saying goodbye? Saying goodbye is you, so theatrical. You never get out. And it's people, not my wedding. Why are you leaving? What? Don't ever ask what? someone why you're leaving. Why are you leaving? Already? Already? Don't do that to people. I just left. I Good. Just left. I'm proud of you. Me, and then you got your $200 ticket it alone. Was, it sad. was me and the guy from Desperate Housewives in a van leaving. There was a guy from Desperate Housewives. That yeah. Was he's that also wedding. on Leftovers. What's his name? He's a twin. Right? Is he a twin? Right? I don't want to I say think I name. know who I'm talking about. <coughs> Is he a twin? Yeah. You know what was funny about that wedding? Uh-huh. They had this seating chart like for all the tables. Did you move for yourself? I wasn't on it. it. Are you sure it wasn't Codetheus? I wasn't on it. I looked at it three times. I wasn't on it. And so I, where'd you sit? I RSVP'd. I checked my email while I was at the wedding. So I was like, holy shit. I didn't, did I RSVP? I RSVP'd. So I went up to the, um, during the cocktail hour after the beautiful ceremony, beautiful bride, holy shit. At the cocktail hour, I went up to the fucking wedding planner. I was like, excuse me. Hi. I'm not on the seating chart. You know what was interesting? What? I have the same first name as the Desperate Housewives kid. And they moved him to a different table <laughs> and gave me his seat. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Isn't that interesting? Hey, move over. We have a local celebrity. I was at... No, I was I was at like table ten. Don't worry, I'm not, it wasn't the number like, doesn't matter. It's who you're with, baby. I don't know. We were second to last to get the food. I respect that though. The yeah. food was so good. Well, if they let you go first, <gasps> the there'd be no so food good. left. The fucking oh, the venue just, was so good. Wait, I just burned you so What'd good. What'd you say? I said if they let you go first, there'd be no food left. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they had the best food. It was actually Does one of mean? the best weddings. It was a gorgeous wedding. It was great. The table I was at <gasps> had such a cast of characters. There was someone at the table. Can you I just guys, spe- please I just- never do this to us. Could I just spill something? Do there it. was someone at the table. Wait, do they listen? They listen. Sure. I don't, no, I don't let's know. not do it. No, because inter- they didn't know who I was. Hold I introduced on. myself to them. There was someone at the table and the toasts were happening, like the, the maid of honor, the, the best man, all the toasts were happening, right? This girl at the table I was at, she had the energy of like she needed the rest of our the she needed our table to know mm. that she she everything that the maid of honor would say on for instance in the thing like oh you know like 
she'd say an inside joke and the girl would turn to our table and be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that about them. Like she was oh, like very involved. She's like, involved. I know the wedding party. I thought you were going to say something else about the wedding that you told me. No, 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 no. no. The, wait, what? Cool. Anyways, she was very like, oh yeah, that's so her. Oh yeah. Like letting us know that she's best friends. And I'm like, if we are best friends with her, why are you at table 10? Do we need to talk about the Pacific View Mall and why? Can we just skip that note? Skip it. We don't have to talk about anything you don't want to talk about. I don't okay, like well, that seems I'm rude. a vulnerable person. <laughs> uh, well, if you really want to talk about it, it's important to you. This is your outlet. So I think the Pacific View Mall is actually pathetic. Well, it's sad. There's no, it's all online business now. You That's don't what I'm saying I miss, I think malls are stores. dying. The collection's certainly not dying. No, it's all outdoor open space. You're not inside. Yeah. Who wants to go into an indoor mall? And There's by people. the way, can you even see the Pacific? From the from the mall, it's a bold statement to call it the Pacific <laughs> View if you can't deliver. Right when you drive by and a street's named Buena Vista and you're like, "Where's the beautiful view?" It should be called the the where. The, it should be called the Arby's View Mall. No, the Arby's got knocked down. Shit, I get knocked down. They will not be up getting again. up again. They moved over towards Ross. Good for them. In the Ross View Plaza. So Cody, Stephanie, how are we gonna end this? We're gonna end it just how we began. How did we begin it? Oh no, give me twenty dollars and fuck around find out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That was like a yawn oh slash laugh. Okay, listen, like, subscribe, review, review <laughs> share, Venmo us, share. Um do let us know what you think. Even love at love. At share. Love, share, love. It, share, share it, share, share it, share it. If anything else, just share. Just share. I can feel something inside myself. myself. I really don't think I'm strong enough. enough no. Do you believe it? No. Okay. That sounds like Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm.